Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Udukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. I want to read from the book of Ephesians in chapter 6. I'll read the first four verses. Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. And you, fathers, do not provoke your children to rot, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Hallelujah. Just to quickly fill you in or remind you that we're not just taking the scripture in, uh, just in isolation. The whole of the book of Ephesians is one big, you know, revelation and instruction to us. I would like to take you back to Ephesians 5, that is chapter immediately before. I'll just read some part of it so that you can catch up. Let me take it from verse 15. I'll read quickly. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. They are evil, honest. Therefore, do not be unwise. Can you see the emphasis? He said it this way, and then he flipped it around again. Catch what I'm saying. It's got to do about the wisdom to cope at this time. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. 18. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. That's what the Spirit of today requires. That's what the era we are in requires. Be constantly filled with the Spirit. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord. Giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submitting to one another in the fear of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me just quickly make a comment on and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. Um, knowing fully well that the days are evil. I mean, it's no, it's no exaggeration. You know, I know. Even the children know. The days are indeed evil. You see evil in certain areas that you never expected you'll find them. Uh, 
Disease are evil. But the antidote is clear and strong. Do not be filled with wine. You know what that means? Yes, literally, yes, do not be filled with wine because when you're filled with wine, you lose your control. You lose focus. Honestly, more than anything, you lose focus on the troubled life that we are living now. On the days that are so evil that we are in. The devil gets you to momentarily forget it. If you are to forget it, believing God will be good. But to forget it and lower your edge. Wine will make you do things. You forget the responsibilities. You forget the dangers you are in. The proverb says, give wine to fools. You catch them. You catch them very easily. So wine is just a very good, um, a very good thing to use to describe the distraction that the devil is throwing around the children of God. Wine is just, it just it symbolizes everything the devil will use to get you intoxicated. You get intoxicated with something that is not important. And the devil can move it. God. That's what he's saying. And I'm you see the days are evil. Why would he say, hey, be wise, be wise? The enemy is using wisdom. Even Jesus said, be wise as serpents. He says, so be wise. Do not be unwise. Pleasure. Any other thing that will distract you from keeping the tab on the lies and the advances of the devil towards you because all it comes to this case still destroy. Don't get carried away. Don't be drunk with wine, where it's excess. But be filled with the spirit. So if you are rejecting or you are resisting as it were the distraction. And there are so many things to distract you with. I'll give you a quick example. You know it very well. On a good cause, the reason he was created, on a good mission, the father just finished affirming him. What an awesome situation. He said, you are my beloved son. You are my son. I'm proud of you. Then he was fasting and praying, sitting on the cause, on the reason why he was here. He knew that he was in enemy territory. He knew. Then the devil approached him when he was most vulnerable and offered him something that will relieve him or give him at least some bit of respite. If he's not giving something of respite, he gives something of a pleasure. And that distracts. I'm not saying that you should not enjoy things in life, no. I'm not saying you should not work hard to get to which I'm getting his met, but don't lose focus. How? Be filled with the Spirit. Even when I'm dancing at a party, oh, 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 don't forget you are a carrier of the Holy Ghost. Don't you ever lose your head. I know that greater is He that is in me than He that is in the world. I'm not unaware of the devices of the devil. 
I know who I am. And we hey, but I know. Be seated. The days are evil. I'm telling you. That's what he said. And the only reason he comes to throw all his best at you is only to steal to kill to destroy. I'm telling you. He's not interested at all in your well-being. In your legacy. No, he's not. Let me tell you the truth. He's not. No matter how he pretends, he's not. Jesus has exposed him to us. Be wise. The days are evil. Do not be unwise. And understand what the will of the Lord is. It's pretty easy to forget who you are in the midst of your social friends or in your social circles. It's pretty easy. In your professional circles, it's pretty easy. They are good. We are not judging that. As a matter of fact, we want you to be top in all those areas. Be the example anywhere you are. All the things. Don't get carried away. It's Father's Day. Another thing I'm just bring out quickly here is the fact that, you know, he said that he ended that segment with submitting to one another in the fear of God. So, what's most important, or what he's driving at here, is submission. It's not meant for women alone. It's for all of us. It's first as submission to God, the man, the woman, the children. How be it we are the one to tailor the children in the way of submission to God? Every human being created is expected to come to a place in life where you know that you have to submit to God. That's it. So submitting to one another in the fear of God. It's not because I'm afraid of you. So it doesn't make me a fool because I respect and I honor and I... Or is it because I'm like, yes sir, that's why you don't say, yeah, who are you, come on. Even the strongest man living, whether physically or otherwise, does not have the mandate of dominion over another man. No. No, but no man has it. But we are all meant to submit to one another in the fear of God. So your position is not because God wants you to do this. May God never let me get that distracted. You know the question you ask yourself? How much salary are you paying all these ones who are coming? Are you the one paying them? They are coming because they love God. They love you because they love God. They give you because they love God. They volunteer to sweep the floor, sweep the toilet because they love God. Some of them have houses all over, all the capitals of the world. Marble houses, and yet they wash the toilet here. Ah, and when you go there, say, who are you? Who are you? In the fear of God. If there's something I've established here with all our pastors, I said, don't you ever think that you are semi-God. 
I never use that word, but they get it from far. But those who don't know us, who join us new, when they come in, for example, if they have a ministry, they want to prove. I say, what are you trying to prove? To who? We have people here that will sell you a thousand times in the ministry. And they sit and walk around like they, are, they don't know anything. They know everything in the spirit of the fear of God. But today I'm talking to ministers, I'm talking to the men. Now, you observe to you that if you, if you understand this thing, your life will be easier. This is wisdom. You observe to you that after saying that, he now began to address relationships. First, wives. Why? Because <laughs> you don't have a team. This, this, this passage, sir, if your team is not addressed, you cannot progress. Your team must be educated on the vision and the mission and your style. Your team. So the one that is next to you, the one that will always deputize for you any day, anytime, anywhere, he must understand the vision, understand the organization, and understand you. Otherwise, you're in trouble. That's why boredom problems are not usually the best. They're not the easiest. Wives! Why wives? <laughs> if your wife doesn't allow you, you're you not done. You're in trouble. Submit to your own husband, and God is so clear about it. He's not asking you to submit to men. Your own husband. So any man can say you are rude, but if you are submitting to your husband, your husband is submitting to God and submitting to you, you can't be rude. You treat people well. Your children will treat people well. Now say to the woman, the husband is the head, not to the man. Listen to me, sir. If you are, I'm your husband. You probably are not. That means that your character does not depict husband. You don't need to tell her you're the husband. Be the husband. How? The Bible says, love her like you love yourself. You know what that tells me? Men can be selfish. But a man's life is made for sharing. Much more than a woman's life. But women are natural sharers. Have you observed? When you are ill, they are running everywhere. They are looking for water. They are calling the doctor. They are getting your food. They are when they are sick, you say, I've listened to the doctor. Have you observed that? Get into the car. Get into the car. To the doctor. Find the doctor, but come on, show some sympathy, man, or some empathy. But that's the natural woman. You see what I mean? So he's addressing the woman first. Then after addressing the woman, I trust the woman and said, let him be the head. In the Lord. In the Lord. He can't be the head if he get you to take ganja. You refuse. And you have every right to say no. In the Lord. You can't express submission if you say, we are so broke, I want to go and sleep with my friend. No! It's happening. It is happening. 
This is their wives as entertainment because they think the man will drop 50,000 when he's gone. No! It's only in the Lord. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let wives be to their own own husband. Okay. Then 25. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loves the church. The love Christ has for the church is more than eros. The one that friends will benefit. No, it's more than that. It's agapeo, unconditional, loving the unlovable. So if your, your wife may push you to a place where, what kind of woman? <laughs> Love her like Christ loves you. It's simple. But we need the Holy Ghost to be able to do that. Naturally, it's difficult. That's why it says, be filled with the Spirit. Don't get distracted. Watch where you're getting counsel from. I'm sorry, not even for some Christians. Christians who live like unbelievers. I say, hey, I know, he's going to search church. He's going to search church. They are my friends. They are the ones that tell me. I have my community. Hey! What, what are they telling you? What kind of counsel? Is it Bible? I'm trying to put husband and wife now. Now, so husbands love your wives, just as Christ loves the church, that, <laughs> and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify. Glory be to God in the highest. That he might sanctify. Hallelujah. That he might set it apart. In other words, Everybody can't betray any banters at a woman before I marry her. I say, Woo, that girl. But the moment you say, I'm Mrs. So so so, you move back. And with every passing day, you're like, Man, this woman has grace. Sanctify her. The way you value your wife, the way you treat your wife is the way the world you treat her. But this is the Bible I'm telling you. Now, you'll observe that he talks to the wives, he talks to the children. Now, now he talks to the, the man to love his wife. Watch the next line. Watch the next line. Quickly, that's where I'm going. That might, okay, 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 okay. Now, go to chapter 6. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Can you hear that again? For this is right. Honor your father and mother. Come on, are you here? Yeah. Which is the first commandment with promise. Hmm. That it might be well with you, but it's pretty easy. Why wouldn't you? Look, there's no, there's no record science. Ah, my son, please don't cross the road like that. Watch the road properly before you pass. If your son is submissive, he will listen to you. He won't go to the road if it's unnecessary. If he goes on that one, I mean, carelessly, and he doesn't, and you say, watch where? Look right, look left, look right. Watch again and again. Before, or, in fact, if there's an adult, go to an adult. Otherwise, this, this, this. If your son doesn't do that, then the, chance, the chances of getting knocked down is pretty high. Simple. What's the, what's, the, what's the science of that? The Bible is clear. My son, be careful. You get to a stage in your life that everything is, everything, woman, 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 wo
Yes, it's true. And there's a place for that. But please watch it, watch it, watch it. If it doesn't, STD. It. Say that you may live long. That's what we don't need anybody to come and treat us some revelation from there. Your girls, please. Men will trouble you. The moment they see you now begin to have your coughs in appropriate places, they begin to run after you. And they say, you are beautiful. They will say sweet nothing to you. And you say, hey, remember, he's looking for something. Don't allow it. There is place against you that you say no. Teach them. Otherwise, prostitution, child pornography, God forbid. Tell them, you are a beautiful girl. You are a girl. You are beautiful. Man, you are a handsome man. I thank God for you. You are sensible. You are good. You are strong. Otherwise, you will tell her in school that, are you a boy again? the girl that you are a woman you are beautiful sing it into her ears let her hear okay are you surprised that when it comes to address after addressing children he didn't address mother and father and I told the children say oh no father and mother now he didn't get to the place where now father and mother no, no. fathers Did you observe that when we were talking to you, they didn't say that the woman man is your deputy. Mm-mm. When we were talking to her, she said to her, he's the head. When we were talking to her, they didn't say die. We were talking to you, say get ready to die. So you can begin to see the awesome responsibility that that office holds. Now, look at the instruction for fathers. And you fathers... Do not provoke your children before then. He just reminded me. He said, I told her to do it. Yes. And this is it. Um, let's be honest. What do you think Father's Day is? Father's Day. What's it about? So, come on. Thank you to celebrate. That's the word. Celebrate fathers. Am I right? We have to celebrate fathers. Everybody needs encouragement. I'm telling you. Tendency is to forget that they too have needs, they are human beings. <laughs> we have to celebrate fathers. Again, let's clap for all our fathers. And let me just quickly say. It's not that you should celebrate fathers one day in a year. You just you use this one day to remind yourself that there's a person there, our father. And look at what they do, what they do, what they do. I think they need to be encouraged, encourage each other. So we, what we do in fathers is remind you that don't forget to always encourage your father. Same Mother's Day. So it's not a one-year thing. The one day in a year is just to remind us. Okay, so if it's to celebrate fathers, then let me stop. Let me ask a question. For everybody here, because you can't tell me that if a man was not involved, are you Jesus Christ? You are not, so a man was involved with your mom. So let me, so I'm kind of helping you next time. If you're a a human being living, you will remember your father. Even if you never met him. You remember you have a father. 
although my question was not that explicit. Now, having said that, I know some things stand because what I remember him for, I hate to remember. He abused me. He abandoned me. He killed my mother. And so you are angry. I understand that. But is this something to remember him for? Then is this something to celebrate him for? No, I'm not saying you should celebrate him for that. But a day like this offers you an opportunity to pray and intercede for him. Yeah. So for all those who have been battered and um, injured by fathers, please accept our apologies in Jesus' name. Come on, fathers, are we apologizing on their behalf? Fathers, raise your voice, please forgive us. And let that bitterness leave you now in the name of Jesus. You know why? It will disturb your progress in life. It has disturbed you long enough. So let it never disturb you again. Let that mountain be flattened now in the name of Jesus. Become the better father that your father never be. So start to grow in the name of Jesus. Now, having said that, I want to look at that instruction that he gave the man. He said, verse 4, and you fathers do not provoke. That's the first thing. Do not provoke. That's the first thing. Do not exasperate. Do not make them bitter. Do not make them grow up with resentment and feel resentment for the rest of their life. You destroy a whole future. But pastor, if the Bible says it, then you have the capacity to do that. Whether you know or you don't know. Ordinarily abandoning him or her to the mother for the rest of his life. He will grow up to be a man. You say, what kind of stupid man is my father? He was no man enough to show up for me. He's angry. Talk to yourself, if you now sexually abuse her. Ah! Then we thank God we have apologized on their behalf. In the name of Jesus. Do not provoke them. There are many ways to provoke them. One is bad enough not to. Okay, do not provoke them. Yep. To wrath. They bring them up, not put them down, not oppress. You have the capacity to build the children. It's got nothing to do with money or no money. Influence or no influence. Go back to God who gave you a child. He will open doors for you in ways that you cannot even express. Eh, all the school fees and everything. Every time. Then woman got pregnant again. Eh, she didn't get pregnant on her own now. If you didn't go near her, she would not be pregnant. But I'm not judging you for that. Thank God for even that. But please, ask them what they do to control it. So, medical sciences, they will help you. But don't let that not be a distraction. You have a capacity to build these children which in, whose immediate future seem to be zero nose resources. You have the capacity still to make them the leaders of their world. See? We have examples from here. 
You hear them when they come to give testimonies from my brother when they come home. What about the boys he picked from under the bridge? Engineers, medical, all over the place today. From under the bridge, we don't even get to know their parents. But God allowed us to stand in the place of the Father. They say, what do you mean? That's why Father's Day is not just for biological fathers. Fathers and father-like in our lives. He said, bring them up, train them, and nurture them. So one way to really make them angry is for you to keep on saying and keep on doing the opposite, and they are seeing you. You know what they think? He's just trying to control me. He knows it's not possible. And he gets so angry, shouting on me. When I was younger, he would slap me for what he's doing continuously, and I can see. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have a weakness, but please take your weakness to the Lord. And if you are training your child, don't expose your weakness to him, because they learn more by observation and emulation. So don't, if I see you bring a woman into this house again, <laughs> Daddy, <laughs> when mommy travels, I see him. Oh, don't mind him. But when we travel, when we go travel, you put me into the hotel room. I, I'll be, the only night I'll be able to say, don't mind him. He'll be better than you at it. God forbid. Don't provoke them. Otherwise, they will feel them in a bitterness. Then nurture them. What is nurture? Speak to them. Demonstrate life to them. Discuss with them. What if they discover their weakness? Sit them down and say, this is my weakness. I'm praying to God about it. I don't want you to come this way. You are honest. You will never forget. Wow. So if he's bad, say, ah, see, see where I am? I should have been here. But I thank God. But I want you to be better than me. Don't! Now you are not pretending. You have been honest. Shall we rise? I want you to lift up your hand in the name of Jesus. Thank God for Father's Day. And then begin to receive grace. The grace, at least the little you've heard today. Begin to receive grace to fulfill it in the name of Jesus. So your children will make it up. Big time in the name of Jesus. That email is weak. <laughs> I want you to open your mouth and talk to God. Take it to him in prayers. Take it to him in prayers. Take it to him in prayers. Well, your child is bad. I understand. But ask God to help you to demonstrate goodness to him and let it affect him in such a way that he will begin to change. Glory be to God in the highest. Receive grace. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive grace. I receive grace. I receive grace to walk in the fullness of all you are making clear to me. These fathers, they let this be an unusual gift to me. I see my children the way you see them. Give me grace in the name of Jesus. Eh? Where I'm weak, let them realize that is where they are going to show their strength more than ever. In the name of Jesus, glory be to God in the highest. Oh, I'm not bringing them up in my experience, in my weakness, but in, my, in the experience of the word of God that I'm using, that God is helping me to overcome my weaknesses as well. Glory be to God. And then show them the place of your strength, the place of your power. Come on, bring them into your covenant and let them see. Come on. Then you take them to church today, tomorrow you take them to Balawo. You take them to church today, tomorrow you are killing some ram and you are doing some incantation. They are looking at you and what are you saying? 
Ask for grace. Grace to know him more, to know your own father more, your father in heaven. And grace to communicate this life of victory, life of the fear of God into your children. Begin to see your children in life. Great peace in Jesus' name. Begin to see them in life. Great among their generation. Begin to see them in life. Shining as light that will never grow dim in the name of Jesus. Begin to see the future. You are living a legacy. Hallelujah. That even the devil will be afraid of from a distance in the name of Jesus. Begin to see that. Come on, give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. And thank him for Father's Day. Thank you for another year. Thank you for the many more years to come in the name of Jesus. Come on, give him praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Let me hear a big shout of hallelujah. <laughs> and a big shout of hallelujah. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, please contact us at the Founding of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos. P.O. Box 698, Shemolu, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you and God bless you.